Hello, baby. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself. I can't afford to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Murray Valeriano. And this is our Monday bonus episode, Murray. This is curated by the Patreon supporters, and today we're going to talk about the rock and roll from the 1950s. Ah, the birth decade. The birth decade. You know what? Rock and roll that was released in 1950, early 50s, and then if you listen to rock and roll in the late 60s, the evolution in those like 18 or 20 years is so vast. I think it's the, I think it's the biggest evolution in rock between decades. I really do. And well, I could be wrong. I and, m- may be, and you might maybe right. I was, I was thinking about it and I wanted to do a little research on it, but I didn't. Um, Cause why would I want to prepare why, for this? Don't research no. it. Well, I like to read that stuff, but I was thinking like, if you think of the 1950s, think of what you have, you still have, big band mm-hmm. you got blues obviously you got jazz you got the birth of rock you got country you got doo-wop yep right like so i really think like this is this is where this is the cauldron where rock music like we could have easily gone the doo-wop route yeah you could do an all doo-wop show well i'm just no i'm just saying as far as music goes oh okay. you know what i mean yeah. but rock kind of kind of took the lead Right. So it, it could have gone anywhere. And at that time, you know, we we're still country songs were showing up on the rock charts and rock charts were showing up on country charts. And, yep. and so I think everybody was, you know, I think there was a lot of throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. I agree with you. I agree with you. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, Rock Solid listeners, before we get too deep into this episode, I want you to know that Murray and I recorded in person today and GarageBand shut down on us three or four times. So I apologize if we lost any intros. I apologize if we lost any songs. Hopefully we didn't, but I fear that we did. You might even hear a couple of introductions because we started over two or three times. So I'm going to piece together everything I have and hopefully you'll enjoy it. Remember, it is a bonus episode and we did try our best. And with that, please enjoy the 1950s now back to the show now i'm gonna throw this at you Mm -hmm. did you see the rock and roll hall of fame ballot nominees today i'm already into it i'm already in it with somebody on twitter already (laughs) fucking throwing down i'm already i'm getting andy solemn we're gonna fucking duke it out man i'm gonna fly to tallahassee or wherever the fuck he's from and i'm gonna (laughs) what what is he arguing about what does andy he says it's well i'm just (laughs) <laughs> I'm pulling Andy into this for no apparent reason. We were just going back and forth on Twitter. He's not happy with this year's at all. Oh, my, my, I think it's fine. I, I wish Cher was on there, but other Cher than that. Been on, Cher needs to go on there instead of Cheryl Crow. That's my that's my only... Yeah, Cheryl can wait. I agree. That's my only kind of... Really? I, I, I put think. Cher on there instead of Cindy oh. Lauper, to be honest. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I and I like Cindy Lauper. I like Cindy Lauper also. I don't necessarily love Cheryl Crow, but I got nothing against I describe Cheryl Crow as... A straight C student. Cindy Lauper's got one good album, and the other albums are okay. Yeah, but the debut is great, and yeah, that's yeah. what we remember her by. Mm-hmm. But is you know, and is she influential? I, I guess. But is she as influential as Madonna Cher? or Cher? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me read the names, and I just want you to tell me the one that you think is is 
a definitive lock this year? If you had to put money on it. Oh, so what they're going to put in, not what I would put in. The definitive lock. Yeah. What, okay. What, okay. So I'm going to read them. Yes. Kate, Kate Bush. Okay. Cheryl Crow. Okay. Missy Elliott. Okay. Iron Maiden. Okay. Joy Division slash New Order. That's weird. Cindy Lauper. George Michael. Willie Nelson. Rage Against the Machine. Soundgarden. The Spinners. A Tribe Called Quest. The White Stripes. Warren Zevon. A definite in? A definite in. Like you think this is this is going to be a definite. Either fans are going to vote it in or the actual hall is going to vote. But this is the lock. This is the definite. The de- I think that. De- I don't know. There's a lot of cards to play here. You know, there's the person of color card. Mm-hmm. There's the female card. So I know yeah. they're coming in with a lot of that. But I, I'm thinking. This might, I think Willie's a lock. You think Willie's a lock? Yeah. All right. But as I was thinking about this on the way over, <clears throat> I don't know if he's had any crossover to rock chart. You know what I mean? Because yeah. um, Dolly has. Yeah. Dolly's had the crossovers into the rock chart. So I don't know if Willie has, but Willie is just one of the greatest American songwriters yeah. of all time. And he's still alive. So and let's he's alive. Honor him. And I can't, and he's still And Dolly good. paved the way for another country artist, a veteran country artist to go in this year. Mm-hmm. So... That's a good choice. So I think Willie's a lock. Um, I'm happy with everybody but Cheryl and Cindy, to be honest with you. And I'm listen. I'm a I'm a I'm a pull. I'm a I'm a supporter of women. Mm-hmm. I want more women in the hall. I want more women in surfing. I want more women everywhere. Uh, that sounds creepy, yeah. uh, but I meant it really nice. <laughs> um, so I don't like having to like nag on a female. Uh, women everywhere except in positions of authority. Oh, when has that happened? No, I know, right? Come on, come on, and no, and not in late night talk shows either. Oh, please. For, no, they don't. Well, they, yeah, that's comedy. Women aren't funny. Um, I was texting with Nick Bamback today, mm-hmm. and he says his lock is Missy Elliott, mm-hmm. and he said because, I mean, she checks a lot of boxes: mm-hmm. African American, mm-hmm. um, a woman, mm-hmm. a, a rapper of note, mm-hmm. an innovator, and she's collaborated with so many artists Mm -hmm. um in the rock world and out of the rock world so that's his lock so i'm just throwing that out there that's a yeah solid i i really think my lock is someone you just named because the rock and roll hall of fame loves her i mean she even inducted pat and neil this year and that cheryl crow and i just feel like they lo- she's always at the show she's always a presenter she's always performing and i think they've been waiting to honor her so i do think cheryl crow is getting in this year yeah I whether don't... whether it whether she deserves it sure or yeah. doesn't deserve it she's she's a favorite in, with those people yeah well that makes sense so that's <clears throat> that makes sense but, i um, can't i don't i've never i yeah i don't see i always go the same, and there, again there's no set criteria to get into mm-hmm. the hall but my criteria is how much influence have you had mm-hmm. and i have never heard any singer say man when i first heard that cheryl yeah. crow song i knew that's what i wanted to do right i've never yeah, heard that. i get it i get it because i mean i never heard been... that about bon jovi that was my biggest yeah. argument about bon jovi also agree the fans corrected me on that <laughs> and um She's been influenced by many people. Yeah. Like the guys who wrote all her songs yeah. on the first album that she fucked over. That guy, it's, those. It's, but that's a bullshit story. <laughs> that's not a true story. That's not how it is at all. Mm-hmm. All right. One more thing we're going to do today. We're going to yes. get into the 50s. Now, we're going we're gonna to do a taste testing during okay. the show. Okay. I'm, I'm cooking something right now. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm intermittent fasting. Oh, you got to take a taste. Here's what it is. I have to look good. This is 
the vegetarian oh. meatless cheeseburger pizza oh. from Trader Joe's. I've never tried it. Can I just say, as a basically, I've been a vegetarian the majority of my right, life. Right, right. This looks awful. Yeah, I can't wait to try it. It's uh, it got pickles on it. It's got pickles Who on puts it. It's got pickles on pizza. It's a, it's a vegetarian meatless <laughs> cheeseburger pizza. Oh, cheeseburger pizza. Oh, I yeah. missed that part. It's okay. got pickles. It's got your meatless meat. Uh-huh. It's got some tomatoes. Doesn't have mozzarella cheese. It looks like it's got like a vegan uh, vegan cheddar. What vegan is that? cheddar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, topped oh. with cheddar cheese, plant based burger style crumbles. It's only a smattering of pickles. So smattering oh, of sweet, sweet pickles? pickles. What you put gherkins on now, a fucking pizza? On TikTok, people have been. Dipping their slice in ketchup, then. <laughs> oh, that shit sounds like it should be great. So uh, we'll be doing that. Also. Oh yeah, I'll try this, man. All right. So this is in the oven right now. Okay, awesome. I'm gonna go check it. Awesome. You want to chat it up a little bit? You want to slam Cheryl Crow while I'm going? I'll just no. I'll just tell people that after doing this, uh, that a little bit. after doing this podcast for I don't know eight years regularly driving out here, this is the first time I ever got fed. <laughs> Maybe get some coffee next time. All right, topped with cheddar cheese. All right, so this is what we got. I got to carry this show. Vegetarian chili. We eat whenever we do the uh, the year end edition. Give a little chat. Okay. Are you asking me to give a little chat? Yeah. I am giving a little chat. Mm-hmm. All right, now try. Hey, it's Murray Valeriano. Right. Seeing if we can get this thing going. All right. All right, folks. We don't know what's happening currently because the computer that we co- record on keeps stopping. So I'm going to have to keep a, a diligent eye on it today. But we learned that Pat has not turned off this computer in 12 years. Yeah, I, keep, I, <laughs> I, I don't know the password to the laptop that we record on. And so I'm afraid to shut it down for fear that, um, that I won't be able to open it up again. Now, you're not seeing sound bars now, Marie, because okay. I have it pinned on you. Oh, okay. See when you talk? Okay. All right. So we're just going to... Pay attention now. That timer, folks. I don't know how much <laughs> was recorded doorbell? before. It's not the doorbell. <laughs> All right, come on, shut up. This is fun. So I've uh, I'm I'm baking up right now a Trader Joe's vegetarian meatless cheeseburger pizza. It's got cheddar cheese, plant based burger style crumbles, burger sauce, and a smattering. Of sweet pickles, and we're going to taste test this because I've I haven't had it yet, and right. you you haven't had it. You, I've never had you, it. Yeah. You've never had food here at all. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go pull that out of the oven. Okay, and uh, obviously there will be some editing on this because sure. um, yeah, we, we yeah. talked about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I think Cheryl Crow's a lock. Murray thinks Willie Nelson's a lock. Yeah. Nick Bamback Nick thinks, thinks uh, Missy Elliott's Miss, a lot, and I don't, I'm not. I'm not again. I, I do not disagree with Nick at all. You do not. I do not disagree. Right. Let me pull I the do, pizza out. Can't uh, burn. I don't disagree with Nick on that. Like I said, and I don't know if it was recorded or not. Um, the Rock Hall has a lot of uh, boxes to check, and like you said, she checks a lot of them. I'm just pretending that um, Pat. Pat. Talk now. Hey, it's Murray Valeriano talking. And the uh, pizza doesn't smell terrible. No, the pizza smells okay. Um, I brought ketchup out. You said you're not doing that. I'm not putting ketchup on pizza. Right. I can't. Even though it's a cheeseburger pizza? Well, I keep forgetting the cheeseburger part. This is all new to me, man. Like, I haven't eaten cheeseburgers in 30 years. I've never had a cheeseburger pizza. You have meatless meat, though. I'm not a fan. All right. Well, I, I crumbles. I will if I have to, but I'm not. I look at it this way. I don't. I chose to stop eating meat, so. So why would you eat a meat substitute? Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, guys. It's kind of like I, non-alcoholic beer. I don't get it. We're about ready to... We're going to let that cool a little bit. I think it's hot. Yeah. Give me your plate. Oh. 
Yeah, I don't know about no, that. No one, no one's into eating on a podcast, but we're we're right. we're, gonna, we're doing a taste test. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I am a huge fan of pickles, but All not right. sweet pickles. Well, let me get some napkins. Okay, I can't stand sweet pickles. Don't like, burn the roof of your mouth. I'm, I'm not even going to eat it yet. I'm going to wait till it stops recording again, and then I'll eat it. <laughs> we're still recording at this point. Yeah, well, it looks like it. I, can, I just assume it's recording because I can see the orange lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know... Look, here's what's going to happen. Sunday night, I'm going to be doing this by myself. <laughs> well, this is apropos. Gonna... We're, we're doing an episode on the 50s, and we're using 1950s technology. Yeah, it's so true. It well. I just don't know any other way to record it. That pizza does smell like a cheeseburger, though. It really does smell right? like a cheeseburger. It doesn't even smell like pizza. Okay, so anyway, <clears throat> guys. When I had pizza... In... We, don't, we don't know what recorded and what didn't. We're doing an episode today, Patreon curated. It's the 50s. Uh, we are currently going to try the Trader Joe's vegetarian meatless cheeseburger pizza topped with cheddar cheese, plant-based burger-style crumbles, burger sauce, and a smattering of sweet pickles. I'm going to dip mine in a little bit of ketchup. Murray refuses. And, well, I'm going to uh, try. I'm going to try it on natural first, right? I mean, it might be good, and you might right. not need the ketchup. True. Okay. So, uh, is it too hot to try? No, it's okay. Is it? Let's try. It. Okay. All right. <clears throat> What do you think? It tastes like a cheeseburger. Did you get a sweet pickle in there? I didn't. All right. My first bite, sans pickle. I can totally hear you chewing. I know. All right. I'm chewing with my mouth open. I'm not. No. Maybe okay, don't. I'm dipping maybe, in and... Maybe turn your head from the mic. <laughs> I'm dipping in. Right, I'm going sweet pickle bite. All right. I'm dipping in and ketchup. Murray, what would the kids do in the 50s on a date? On a date? Mm -hmm. They go to a malt shop. And what would they get? A malt. And? Oh, a cheeseburger. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) I never went on a... Dude, I haven't been on a date in 30 years, and I didn't go on a date in the 50s. Well, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I think they'd go to a sock hop, right? I gotta be honest, that's good. It's all right. I mean, you know what it is? It tastes like a frozen pizza. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's not bad. I'm not going to pick it up at Trader Joe's tomorrow. Okay, now I'm going to show you something that's going to be shocking. It's actually meat. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. You have your new glasses on, so I want you to read this. Okay. This is the nutritional facts. On Hold this on. Thing. Let me try another bite because now yeah, I'm hungry because yeah. I'm not going to eat it after no, that. No, you're not going <laughs> to eat it after this. And I'm going to eat it and, and then drop dead. Oh, well, now... now you ever not eat and you're fine and then you eat and then you're hungry? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm at now. <laughs> All right. All right. You want me to read the nutrition? I have a uh, progressive. First of all, if you eat the whole pizza, how many calories? Oh, Jesus. A th- 1,020 calories in this pizza. And how much sodium if you eat the whole pizza? Uh, 103%. <laughs> how many grams? That's 2,307 milligrams of sodium. Can you believe that? It's 112 grams of carb, 41% carbs, 32% dietary fiber, so we'll be shitting after this. You know what's low, though? The sugar. What's the sugar? Sugar's uh, per, ser- per serving zero, which, <laughs> but if you put it together, it's 2%. So not a lot of... Well, total sugars is 12 grams. That's a lot. That, that's in the full pizza, but you're looking at four grams of sugar a slice. Yeah, there's not a lot but of good stuff in this. That sodium blew me away. Yeah, man. 
<clears throat> I bet it's because it's it's probably the preserve. You know, they use it all the sodium to preserve. Now, as I say that, what am I, I doing? You're getting another, another one. Piece. It's good. You fucking hypocrite! As I grab another one. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> dipping in the ketchup. We're still recording. I'm not dipping in the ketchup. Mm. All right. I what? can't believe you blew my intermittent fat. Wait, hold on. What time is it? Uh, Eleven thirty. I'm only half hour off. I can eat at noon. We're fine. Yeah, I'm only half hour off. Okay. I have tomato skin stuck on the roof of my mouth. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> let's do it. 1950s. Music from the 50s. We had a lot of great observations on the 50s earlier. We don't know if they were recorded or yeah, not. We, we won't rehash them. No. You might you might hear us start the show three times <laughs> because well, I don't know how much editing I'll do. Okay. We are still recording. You want me to edit it? No, I okay. that might never get done. <laughs> I have time to edit it. <laughs> I'm free now. I'm not working anymore. This this drops on Monday, and I'm off on Sunday, so I have time to do it. You're off on Sunday, and we're not playing poker anymore? Uh, because I have to work at 5 a.m. the next day. Oh, I got to tell you, I'm bummed that poker game dissolved. <laughs> Our Sunday night poker game, we've been playing on COVID. And it, and it feels like I'm the linchpin, because you guys could all still play. I think Smitty and I are down. Like, maybe you could play some blackjack. I want to play poker. Mm. Anyway, we should get, we should at least have one game soon. Well, we're going to play on the ninth in person. I might be able to do that. All right. We're going to start off today with Mr. David Harvey. Now, David is not on Twitter, but he is on Instagram. Mm. He does the artwork for all of these Patreon bonus episodes and hand draws them. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate his work. He does great work. And uh, this this week's, for this episode, I, I can't wait for you to see it. He did it in black and white. It's really cool. So, let's listen Am to Am I Dave. in a poodle skirt? No, no, he, you're not in a poodle skirt. I'm in a poodle skirt, and you're the poodle mm. on the skirt. Oh, I like that. It's not true. I'm making that up. No. All right, let's hear his intro, and let's, let's get on find out Harvey. what song he has chosen. David Harvey. Hi, Pat and rock solid listeners. This is Dave Harvey from British Columbia, Canada, mm. with my choice for songs of the 1950s. Well, I went with the original on this one, the first ever number one rock and roll song, Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley and the Comets. Nope. Now, I wasn't around to hear this song when it came out in 1954, nor did I hear it when it was the theme to the movie Blackboard Jungle. I do remember Rock Around the Clock as the original theme song to the TV show Happy Days in 1974. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. What is your bad rags on? Join me home. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, rock, rock. Big mouthful of pizza. You had a correction for David Harvey. It I, is not Bill Haley and the Comets. It is Bill Haley and his Comets. And but that's a mistake that is made quite often. So much so that it's acceptable. Exactly. And not to me though. No. <laughs> Bill Haley and his Comets. Rock and peace. Cindy Williams. I was going to say that also just yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Shirley from Laverne and Shirley uh, first appeared on Happy Days, the show that. David Harvey just mentioned. Actually, she first appeared on American Graffiti. 
Well, yes, but she didn't play she didn't play Shirley Feeney in oh, American yeah, Graffiti. And it's probably not her first either. But right? Isn't it? Didn't? But wasn't American Greedy Graffiti the inspiration for Happy Days? No, Happy Days spun off an episode of Love American Style. Oh, that's right. Yep, that's yeah, where yeah, the pilot yeah, yeah. appeared. And then LaBerne and Shirley spun off mm-hmm. that, and then mm-hmm. Morgan and Mindy spun off that, and, and then um, the, Joey loves Chachi, mm-hmm. and that uh, Jimmy Brogan show about the angel. Oh, that spun off of Mork. Oh, I didn't know that. A lot of spinoffs. I've been working with Jimmy Brogan a lot lately. Is and how is he? Because he was not funny <clears throat> back then. Is he funny? Well, once it, I once I heard your episode of uh, Bon Jovi versus Def Leppard, and I found out you didn't like Wanted Dead or Alive, I can no longer trust your tastes. I'm not saying it's a bad song. I just don't know why I don't like it that much. It's it, right. I mean, even I, who despises Bon Jovi, I, like when that came on the podcast, I was like, "Fuck, let's turn this shit up." Yeah, Jesus Christ, Pat. Um, uh, I like Brogan. Brogan, Jimmy Brogan is a. Uh, Old school stand-up comedian. He's best friends with Jay. He was head writer for a long time on The Tonight Show with Jay. He still opens for Jay. Mm. And he, in the comedy world, is known as the king of who are you, where are you from? All right. And he just, and he and those are his three things throughout his whole, he opens with the same five jokes he's been opening with since I've mm. known him for would, thir- 20 years. Would that guy have money? Would he live an, an okay lifestyle? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're head writer on The Tonight Show for 10 years and you did your money all right, you're all fine, right. you know? He seems like a man of simple means. He's a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that's. Oh, okay. I kind of know him on a personal level also because I know his niece really. I know him professionally, and I, I introduced his niece. Murray moved away from the mic and mouthed something that I could have been like, "How about you have the guy?" I said he's a Nazi. Oh no, okay. I didn't. <laughs> well, I'm not editing that. No, out, I just so no, okay I know. I'm kidding. Jimmy Jimmy Brogan is great. he's a comedian. He'll laugh at that. Yeah, he's one of the nicest people out there, and uh, he's a great comic. How do we get on that? Oh, because right. uh, because his show is a spinoff right, of Mark right, and right. Mindy. Also, um, so anyway. Shirley Feeney, oh, rock and peace, Cindy Williams. Uh, do you think uh, up in heaven she's doing a little uh, vodio do die? Vodio do do. She vodio do died. Why didn't you? T- why didn't you tweet that? <laughs> I don't. That's know. That's great. I don't you know. can still get on and do that. I still think the corpse isn't cold yet. You can still get on it. I can do it. Okay. Uh-huh. And, I love and, it. And people who uh, listen to this will know where it came from. Murray inspired me to do so. Right. No. No. That joke sucks. I didn't inspire you. I just had you to tweet it. Vote you do die. <laughs> That's deep. I mine was. I know she's up in heaven having Squiggy bite his palm. And yeah, I saw that. Deep. That was good. That's that deep. was good. That's deep. that was good. I like that one. And I, I'm friends with uh, Squiggy's daughter. Uh, I don't know. I'm pointing the computer. So I hope she saw that. She knows how much of a fan I am of her dad's. So but you bring up American Graffiti. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this again when you asked me to do this episode. Like I think it's American Graffiti where they're at. Where they're doing at the hop. Yes. And that's, that, like, that to me, that's, because when you think about 50s, you think about all this polished, shiny, kind of, you know, produced stuff, but it's still rock and roll, man, and I think that's a good representation of a band fucking rocking, you know? I, I had it on my list. Oh, okay. Danny and the Juniors. Yeah, but, I mean, if you look at the band doing this, they're, you see the, you see the front of, like, The Who. You see the front of punk. You see, like, yeah. You see Green Day in that performance. Yeah, I'm telling you. And I don't know if they amplified it for the movie or whatever, but it's. I'm gonna have to watch that movie. I own it. I love it. I, I'd like to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a long time. Got Wolfman Jack in there. Yeah. You know what movie's not good? More American Graffiti. Is that where Toad is the? Uh, it's a sequel. Is he the star of the next one? Is yeah. it Toad? Is that his name in there? I don't know what his name is? Okay. Charles Martin Smith. Is that his? Is that the guy I'm thinking of? Yeah, with the glasses. 
Yeah, the nerdy guy. Yeah, and then they then Richard Dreyfuss didn't come back for the sequel, even though his character's featured a lot in the sequel. Oh, who's his character? Who plays Richard Dreyfuss? I don't know, someone we've never heard of oh, okay. again. I remember reading Richard Dreyfuss hated his performance in that so much that he got offered Jaws and he hated it, but he thought he would never work again, so he took it. Wow. He thought he'd never work again after American Graffiti, and then he's like, oh, I guess I'll slum it on Jaws in case I never work again. And then... Turns out he's a great actor. What else is he known for? Goodbye Girl. What else? Goodbye Girl. Mr. Holland's Opus. Probably his oh, last okay. big thing. All right. And then a weird fucking... I think he did. He like weird... I think he went weird conspiracy theorists on us. All right. But... All right. I mean, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a conspiracy theorist these That's days. That's true. Except in this room. Yeah. What are you going to do with that dead cat if we're not going to swing it? I don't know. Put it on this pizza. <laughs> fucking take more pictures of it with and call it Cat Daddy. That's my third piece. I shouldn't... It's not bad. I mean, you as gonna, far as you have another pizzas one? go, nah, I had two. You're going to make me eat the whole pizza with a thousand grams of uh, whatever? Dude, I have to get fitted for a tux tomorrow. All right. Oh, by the way, congratulations, Mary Zofries. Mm-hmm. Zofries. Do I say it right? Dude. You don't even know how to say your wife's name. <laughs> Dude, we were at, I think it was at the, it was might have been at the Academy Awards or whatever, and they read her name as Mary Zofries, and I go, oh, I'm sorry, they do that to my name all the time. She's like, what? Just pronounce it wrong. She's like, no, that's how you pronounce it. Like, I've been pronouncing your name wrong for 15 fucking years. <laughs> so it's not Zoe, it's Za. It's Za. But I still call her. Well, I call her Mary Z. I don't call her Zoffries. I looked at the um I looked at the list. I don't think Black Panther's gonna win. Didn't they win before? And, yeah. and there's nothing new in the costumes in this movie mm-hmm. that we didn't see in the last movie. Mm-hmm. So get them out of there. Okay. Um I think she's been nominated so many times that I think she's start coming coming to Susan Lucci, isn't she? <laughs> right? I know, but come on. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. What mm-hmm. kind of tux are you going to get? Are you going to get some Daniel Craig, James Bond type thing? Nah, I'm going to Hugo Boss this round. Are you buying this one? Because I know you own a tux. No, I don't own a tux. I just, I got a, I got a really, really high-end uh, suit for the first Academy mm-hmm. Awards, and then I only wear it to the events. So mm-hmm. I was able to milk that for 13 years. It's out of style now, probably. No, it's still... You know, it's All a right. basic black, but I went, but I figured... Oh, that's right. You're out of style. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's got bell bottoms. Is that bad? No. But I figure if I buy a tux now, which mm-hmm. I'm going to, that thing, that's last, I'll be dead in 25 years. I'm going to wear that thing five times. Couldn't maybe. you get someone to like gift you the tux, you know, like how the celebs do? You're the, you're the husband of a nominee. Yeah, I've done, and I will do, and they will, other places will gift me stuff mm-hmm. and I will, I'll reach out to them. Last time I got, you know, but the stuff I reach out to to gift me, I can't wear it. Like it's Vans and Quicksilver. Okay. Patagonia gave me oh, yeah. a winter coat for England last time. Do you have uh, Do you have dress shoes that'll go with the tux or do you need to buy new dress shoes? Uh, that I'll find when I get fitted. I have dress shoes, but Mary and I are talking about some really nice black sneakers with it. All right. And is this uh, it's not a cummerbund with this tux. It's not the prom. Yeah, no, no, it's not. Do you prom. wear a, do you like a vest with your tuxedo? Uh, I do. It keeps, kind of keeps you even more slender. I used to. And then COVID hit, and now I got a spare tire, so I don't know if I like the vest. I don't want to shoot. A, a spare I don't want to shoot the button across the takeout. I am down Jimmy Kimmel's eye. I am down about eleven pounds. Since, oh, nice! Uh, since my job. Oh, well, you're on your feet the whole time, man. Eight hours on your feet. That's amazing. It's completely different from how my day used to be. Right. Four hours sitting, three hours napping. <laughs> There's Dude, seven of the eight. When I waited tables, and then an hour driving. Oh, right. Never on my feet. Yeah, yeah. When I waited tables, I used to ride my bike to the restaurant. Yeah, isn't that great? And then be on my feet for six hours yeah. and then ride home and then go to the gym. Mm. Yeah, I was. And then be on your back fucking. Oh, uh, that's, you know, you got to put in the work to get the payoff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Next up, our friend Lisa Solak. Where am I on my back when we're fucking? I don't know. 
Am I getting fucked? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Well, no, I don't know. You're making the big bucks. <laughs> Hi, it's Lisa from Chicago. Oh, I was just talking to her today. This theme reminded me you of when back? I asked my mom years ago if she liked Elvis. She said, no Elvis, Dion forever, <gasps> and Ricky Nelson. Oh. So my pick is Poor Little Fool by Ricky Nelson. Just start it at the top, Pat, and have a great day. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Was she in a wind tunnel when she recorded that? I have no idea. Okay. The wind's probably always blowing it's in windy city. Chicago. It's a windy city. It's a windy city. And she's full I on hot air. Play around with hearts, my when I met that little girl, knew that I would fall. Such a good song. All right, good tune, good tune. Now, she mentioned Elvis, so I picked an Elvis song to play because I'm like, we well, gotta play an Elvis song, even though I don't care for Elvis. Also, Rock and Peace, Lisa Marie. Oh, it's crazy, right? Yeah, opioids. Is that what it is? Yeah, I just read it yesterday. Well, people, you know, if you're going to... Look, I don't mess with opioids. Mm-hmm. I eat a vegetarian cheeseburger pizza instead. <laughs> you probably have more of a risk of dying of that than you do of opioids. Oh, boy. Well, at least I'm not addicted. Well, if I was addicted to that and you ate two a day... Yeah. Um, so we're going to play an Elvis song. And it just so happens that our friend Kevin Hartbarger picked the exact same Elvis song that oh, I was going to play. I like the Hartbarger. I like all these people so far. <laughs> When we come to people you don't like, are you going to say? Festini can eat a dick. All right. Well, who's coming up? Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Here we go. Hey, everybody. It's Kevin Hartbarger checking in once again from subarctic Chicagoland. Chicago. Doesn't sound windy Well, Moondoggies, it's time to take a trip back to the fabulous 50s and hear what was making all the kids hop in their socks. Last year, I watched every movie that Elvis made, all all 32 of them. And while none of them will ever show up on any list of the greatest cinema <laughs> of all time, some of them were pretty great. Jailhouse Rock was one of those, and so my pick comes from that soundtrack. While the title song gets all the glory, I think this one is underrated as one of his best songs. And by the way, that's E playing the awesome bass riff right at the jump. Elvis or yeah, E from the Eels? Here's Elvis Presley with... You're so square, baby, I don't care. Oh, I forgot about this song. Enjoy. I love it. Pat, as always, thanks for having me. In bed. You're a good guy, Hartbarger. That's E. You don't like crazy music. You don't like rocking bands. You just want to go to a movie show and sit there holding hands. You're so square. That's P on back of the P. Driving late at night. You just want to fight, it's nice and dark. You 
just wanna hold me tight, you so square. Baby, I don't care. No one gets yelled at today either because all the songs are from the 50s. Like, no one's tried to slip one in from 1961 or something. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Everyone's good. I was just, I've been working. Well, I'm done now. I don't know if I'll work on uh, the top 10 revealed with Katie Darrell on Access TV. I did about five episodes, so Mm -hmm. look for those coming up. And I did an Elvis song. And so I watched the 68 comeback special again. Is it great? (sighs) Dude, that dude is so hot. Like he in that black leather jumpsuit. Now, were you on your back when you watched that? <laughs> I had 80s Lisa with me. It was hot. Um, <laughs> dude, he, what, dude, what a talent that guy was. It's a shame he exploited the black people for it. But yeah, never wrote a song. Never wrote a song. But that's kind of, that's kind of. Served like his I, country though. He did. But that again. I'm that sure kind, he didn't get a pass when he was uh, in the army. But that kind of goes with the 50s thing again. Yeah. Where people, st- you're still coming from not writing and people are starting to write. You know what I mean? So, and Elvis notoriously didn't write. He wrote zero songs he recorded. Yeah. And yet people would say, Linda Ronstadt shouldn't be in. What about Elvis? Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, there you go. There you have it. That was great. I grew up, well, I didn't grow up in Memphis. I was born in Memphis. We lived a mile away from Graceland. And did you ever go? I never been to Graceland, but again, I I heard Paul Simon's going there. Is he going to Graceland? Yeah, he's going to Graceland. Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, that Graceland. Yeah. I don't know. He might be the only Jew going to Graceland. He might be. It's usually a white trash pilgrimage. Um I don't know if I remember this or if I've told the story so much that I tell it that I remember it. Okay. I'm, I'm at that age now yeah. where I'm telling stories and like concerts I went to and I'm yeah. like, I have four I don't stories. I think I went to that concert. I've just talked about this concert so much. So you feel like you were there. Yeah. But, and I, and I don't know if I remember this or if I just remember this story so much of pulling up in front of Graceland <laughs> with my aunts and my mom and Elvis and the mafia were outside. Wow. And, and my aunt, I remember my aunts going crazy. I was too young to really know. Was there some panty was dropping? This is, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And a diaper at that point. He's, <laughs> he's a good, I think I mentioned how much. And that was Elvis's diaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we, since she brought up uh, Dion, can we play my song? Yeah, let me, uh, I have some Dion in my thing, so hopefully I have it. What is your I brought song? two. I brought uh, The Wanderer. Don't have it. <laughs> what it's I, the biggest one. Well, I know. What am I? It's so I Dion's, but not that. <laughs> All right. And it's Matucci. Is that how you say his name? Dion. Yeah, something like that. This is from the Essential Dion. Okay. And this is the Wanderer. How's it spelled? You know, it's just a, he just goes by. He Dion. just goes by Dion. Dion or Dion and the Belmonts. What type of guy is this? Oh, what type of guy likes Dion. This is my favorite line. Listen to this line. <laughs> See to me, when that's you, Rosie Palmer, right? <laughs> when you when you first listen to the song, you're you think, oh, this dude, yeah, he's just, you know, he's out there, he's it's a milk, wanderer. You think it's yeah, milk toast. He, he wants to go. He just like to bang the chicks, and yeah. you don't, you know. But if you listen to that line, man, he's broken. 
Like Rosie yeah. broke his heart. Yep. And now he's he can't get over. And it. now he's running away, and he's never gonna fall in love again. Nope. Because Rosie broke his heart, and I think that just brings a, that one line just brings a whole nother level to that song. All right, I agree, and thank you for reading uh, more into it than I ever did. Well, that's what I do. According to my wife, I like to take the fun out of music. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that energy to the Oscars. I know. <laughs> Going to London next week for the BAFTAs. And uh, she's nominated? Nominated, yeah. She's, she's won a BAFTA before? I think she won a BAFTA for um, Catch Me If You Can. But that it's, was... it's not like uh, in your house somewhere? The BAFTA? Yeah. Well, should be right there. Uh, Next to the on the bedside table. No, I'm not allowed in our bedroom. I would, um, I would make I'm a necklace out of it. Any award, I would just make a necklace and wear it. She again, that was before me, so she might have won for that, or that might have been her first BAFTA nomination. But <clears throat> every time I go, I always run into a fucking musical a guy of musical note. I met Paul McCartney there, yep. Steve Naive, and Squeeze, uh, somebody else. So stay tuned. See who I. See I who I've, Meet in London. Well, I hope she wins there. Is, now, if you win a BAFTA, does it does it mean you might win the Oscar, or does it mean that nah, you're not going to win the Oscar? Too? I don't. I don't think that's how it is. I think. I think any kind of Oscar tie-in, I think, is either uh, Hollywood Foreign Press or critics. One of those. One of those has like um, oh, like a precursor. Mm. Has she ever been nominated for an AVN award? Uh, I've nominated her a few times, but she refuses it. She refuses it. Okay. Yeah. Here is the. Look you can't put an award on art like that. Yeah, look it up, people. Uh, Hector Contreras. Hopefully, you like him. Hello, I love Pat Hector. He's in great. The rock solid world. This is Hector Contreras from Jefferson, Mass, and I'm happy to submit a song for this '50s episode, a decade I'm very familiar with. Just so relatable. Uh, Back off the mic, we, Hector. We were all there. I mean, I'm glad that I was there to witness that great 50s-ness firsthand. Is he taking the piss out of this episode? I don't, I don't know. I think he's taking the piss out of it. Really? Yeah. I, I think, think he's so. having a laugh. You think he's having a laugh? I think. He's taking right the enough. piss out of it. Oh, I should practice my British. Is he having a laugh? I think he's having a laugh. Is he having a laugh? Yeah. I think he's good? taking the piss. Right. This whole thing's going tits up. Everybody just turned to this It's off. going tits up. <laughs> What's Mary's dress like? Is she going tits up? <laughs> She has to get two dresses. She can't Apparently wear the same. That's how dress. I fuck on my back tits up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to Hector bringing it down. Okay, nevertheless, I'm very appreciative <laughs> that you let me participate in this Patreon-curated episode. Right in my wheelhouse. I'm looking forward to the next one you decide to do. Maybe chamber music or just hymns. Is he taking the piss out of it? I think we lose Hector. I think he's done. Should I, I skip to the next I person? Think, I think we skip. What if I didn't play his song? I know, right? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Timely. <laughs> <laughs> he's still going. I know. He's still going. Yeah, I love the commitment. I love the commitment. Yeah. Anybody can uh, commit to a bit that works. We got we got 11 more seconds of this. <laughs> he's committing to a bit that isn't working. I love it. If you didn't like the topic, why would you, uh, why'd you submit? <laughs> this one is called Little Bitty Pretty One. By the great Thurston Harris. Oh, it's about your penis, Hector. Thank you, Pat. Oh, burn. Enjoy the burn. song that came out when I was negative 25. Oh, bye bye. Fuck off. But he's shitting on the end. He takes a fucking deep dive into it. He does. It's a good song. I might not. I don't think I know this. I think that's Bill Cosby doing the. Dude, how many people have ripped this off? Everyone. Every right? commercial. Every fucking pop song. 
I gotta take that pizza to the other room. There's only three pieces left. Kelly. I know. I can't. You but they're, saw, you they're saw. small. It doesn't matter. You eat it all, and it's 1,020 calories. Oh, I'm calories. sorry. You only have 900 calories. You don't want to break the house. I'll eat it by the end of the day. I for sure. You're gonna eat it by the end of this episode. Come on and talk to me. Love it, love it, love it, one. Come to the home, my mind. Great choice, Hector. Great choice. Would you uh, describe that pizza as? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I also like the fifties where they're like, we don't need lyrics yet. Yeah, we yeah. can just hum and do wop and make and make up noises yep. and you know, wop bop baloo bop. We yep. can do all that shit. And then somebody's like, hey, maybe we should put something meaningful behind this. <laughs> all right, this next person is Beth Kimmett. I don't know if you've ever heard her before. She has a wonderful voice, a wonderful speaking voice, and she has great interests. Okay. I don't know who she is. I only know her from this. Is she the one who did like the three minute intro? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But she, th- today she kept it at 36 seconds. She learned her lesson. Here we go. Hey y'all, it's Beth Kimmett. And 1950 is not a decade of music that's in my wheelhouse, like really at all. But I recently heard the song Hard Headed Woman by Wanda Jackson for a music mm, course yeah, I'm yeah. taking. And I was a big fan of that song. Technically, I don't think this was released to an album until 1960, I think, one. But the Live at Town Hall Party version is from 1958. So I think that counts. Yeah, the single version, Either 1959. Either way, I have not been known to okay, um, I checked it follow out. the rules of this program very closely. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I hope you all like it. Is Wanda in the hall? I don't know. Oh my god. So this little groove has been ripped off a million times, too. All right. That's Wanda Jackson. That's so great. I love it. What a great choice. What's that girl's name with the terrible voice who uh, just did that? uh, Terrible. That's Beth Kimmett. She's a fantastic voice. I thought she was a lovely speaking voice. That was a great choice, Beth. Yeah. All right. How many songs do you think were released from 1950 to 1959? Millions? I would imagine. Millions. Yeah. All right. And yet, this happens. Hello, Pat and distinguished co-host. Slashdog X here. Question, are you hearing a bit of a trend in the use of 40s and 50s influences on current songs? Based on what I've been hearing on Sirius XM Hits 1, I wonder if this is a small movement. Examples are Steven Sanchez, Until I Found You, and even that inescapable song called The World's Smallest Violin. Anyway... My 50s era submission is Hard-Headed Woman from legend (laughs) Wanda Jackson. This rockabilly classic borders on punk energy. The popular YouTube live video is the best version because she sets it up as a pretty ballad and then kicks ass. I don't have that version, so enjoy this version. It was kicks ass in itself. Let's hear it. Yeah. 
you know she made a $4 session fee and never made another penny oh, for the I'm song. Sh- if four is being That's generous. That's generous. Yeah, well, you could buy a house for three back then. So. Well, this brings me to my th- my second song I brought. All right. Uh, it's Wanda Jackson. Hard it is Wanda Jackson. Hard-headed. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, I come get on. It. Come I on. Get come on. You're pizza drunk. I get You're it. Not even I might be pizza me. drunk. All right. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna jump in here with one. This is one of my favorite songs. Brian May. That's the person I met last time. Sorry, go That's on. That's right. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs. This is by the band called The Rays. It's from 1957. This is from you. Yes. Okay. And this is Silhouettes on the Shade. your house late last night all the shades were pulled and drawn way down tight from within the dim light cast two silhouettes on the shade oh what a lovely couple they made put his arms around your waist by the end of the song, the guy realizes he's on the wrong street. <laughs> it's true. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is also, which is also, I believe, what happens in the Zeppelin song, Fool in the Rain. Okay. I, okay. So again, Zeppelin uh, stealing from the black man. Oh, 100%. But yeah, that song is, uh, I love that Silhouettes on the Shade song. That's just, a nice song. Yeah, I like that a lot. It could have gone either way. It could have been, then I pulled my knife out and then I pulled killed him. out my car. Oh, you're dirty today. Mm. What, is, what? what is going on? That pizza made that me dirty. It pizza. made my insides dirty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a, here's a guy who always brings the rock. His name's Jerry Riggs. Ah, oh, Riggs. I know Riggs. Let's see if he brought some 50s name, rock. Here we go. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid community. This is Jerry Riggs from Columbus, Ohio. For this bonus episode, I need to go back around 46 years ago when I was around eight years old. My parents just gave me their old record player, and I was just starting to get into music. I was going through my parents' record collection when I came across this album. There was this guy in a black suit standing with three guitars and a banjo on the album cover. For an eight-year-old kid, I thought this was pretty badass. The album was called One Million Dollars Worth of Twang by Dwayne Eddy. Mm, The first song on the album and my choice today is called Rebel Rouser. Great song. This song came out back in 1958 and made its way to number six on the U.S. Billboard charts. Dwayne Eddy was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame back in 1994 and will be 85 years old this coming April. Thanks, Pat, for all these bonus episodes and keep rocking. Thanks, Riggs. I thought Dwayne Eddy was dead. Yep, still alive. Nice. Such a great song. Still plays four shows a year. Really? I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to think of a low I number. I did see him. I saw him in concert. Is this one of the made-up stories of yours? <laughs> Wait, that wasn't me. <laughs> Wait, my dad. I think my parents saw him. No, me and Rich Dandre. We saw him and uh, The Killer. Wow. And Junior Walker and the All-Stars, son of Bill. Sorry, we're talking through your song, Riggs. It's an instrumental. Yeah, that's great. It's not rabble, it's rebel browser. Sex? There it is. Yep. Chuck Berry on that bill they saw? Just say everyone. Was Bill Haley and his comments on there? Was Buddy Holly on there? <laughs> I'm trying to off detect. Well, it's funny. My best friend growing up, Rich DeAndre, who I still talk to, 
his mom and dad's song was Rebel Rouser. Wow. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. song that they would make love to? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can't talk about the 50s without Buddy Holly. So here's uh, one of my favorites, Maybe Baby. Is this yours? Yeah, I love this one. Shout out to Marshall Crenshaw, who played Buddy Holly in the La Bamba movie. Friend of the show, Marshall Crenshaw. Oh, I was going to say, why didn't you bring up the guy who played Buddy Holly in the Buddy Holly story? That guy's nuts. That guy's a whack job. What's his name? Fucking crazy. Gary Busey. Gary Busey, that's right. Fucking nuts. Drives around without a helmet, crashes. Mm Mm-hmm. He's insane. Idiot. I, I, when Frank was a baby and I would put him down for his naps, I would sing every day to him. Oh, that's a nice song. That, every day, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, and uh, what was the third? Oh, God uh, Only Knows. All right. Mm-hmm. Not the thong song? Not the thong song. Uh, who did, you told someone to suck a dick earlier, eat a dick earlier. Who was that? <laughs> I don't know. What? I think you told Dave Festini to eat oh, a yeah, dick. Oh, yeah, Festini, yeah. Well, now he's going to... Fuck that guy. Why is that? I love Fisty. Fisty, I was listening to your guys' episode uh, with, uh, what was that? Uh, I, Dave Fistini goes all in with his okay. interest. I was listening to your episode of uh, Def Leppard versus uh, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. And uh, I was thinking, Dave's a good guy, man. Yeah. He's a really good guy. He's, he's, he helps me on him for what it's worth a lot, man. Yeah. And, uh, if, he was, if he was here, if he lived in Los Angeles, he would be a co-host on the show, for sure. Yeah. So I'm going to... You don't like get, his don't talents. get comfortable, Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of those boats is going down. <laughs> so I gotta I gotta fill Yeah, you seriously. Yeah. He's gonna get and, pirated. Uh, and I think we only got Christy once a year now. I think only if and, that. And, and then she barely wants to bring a song. If that. I know. All right. Festini goes Sitting all in, in on his interest. Moo moo. <laughs> Wait do you hear this. Rock Solid Faithful, it's David Festini here in northern New Jersey, and I love this topic because I have a real warm spot for uh, for 50s music. I grew up listening to it. I used to sit in this little wooden rocking chair in front of my dad's stereo and listen to his old 45s, and uh, now that I've gotten older, I've been able to take those 45s and transfer them over to digital media, which I know you love, Pat, and enjoy them all over again. So, one of my all-time 50s favorite is a song called Rockin' Rollin' Rover by Bill Haley and the Comets. Ah, uh, it's great come on! Share it with my Jesus. kids when they um, I hope you enjoy it too. So here it is, Rockin' Rollin' Rover. And uh, Pat, as always, thanks for letting me be part of the show. His Comet. Rockin' Rollin' Rover Cutest dog I ever did see Rockin' Rollin' Rover Cutest little dog I ever did see One some music while walking down the street. Saw a crowd of people rocking, rolling with the beat. Stretched my neck above the crowd, and what a great surprise! A cute little doggy was dancing, and I couldn't believe my eyes. 
I don't know if I've ever heard that song before. From Bill Haley and the Comets. That song's terrible. <laughs> you don't like the Rock and Roll and Rover? No, again, we're still in the, uh, and I love Bill Haley and his Comets, but it's... But you just don't like his dog. <laughs> you know what it turns out? It wasn't even his dog at the end of the song. What? Yeah, he was on the wrong street. Damn it. Um, you know, you still have that kind of fluff, mm-hmm. you know, which we still have now, but... Um, yeah, I still think it was such an innocent time that songs, you know, how much is that puppy in the window is probably 1950s. Right, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like the fluff and the kind of just, you know, closed off 1950s mentality of, I, I, we get a lot of that. All right. I think. All right. Cool. But other than that, I like I get Dave. it. I get it. I like Dave and his Festinis. <laughs> Dave and the Festinis. That would be a good band. Name. He should name his band that. Yeah. What's it? It's called Mother Cover. Mother Cover. And I started the uh, Mother Cover fan club called the Trench, uh, no, Cargo Shorts Mafia. He's not into it. <laughs> this next intro is about to turn this 1950s episode on its ear. Oh. This guy, he's mixing it up. You're not oh, going to yes. believe what he's bringing to the 1850s? show. 1850s? I called the episode 1950. I guess I didn't really say rock. Oh, yeah. oh well, okay. Let's hear what he does. Well, I like this. Happens. I like I'm already, I think I'm digging this already. Hey, Pat and rock solid listeners. This is Brian Raisin from Appleton, Wisconsin. Hey, I know Brian. My favorite album to come out of the 50s is Miles Davis' Kind of Blue. There you go. Released in August Love 1959. It. If there is only one jazz album to have in your collection, this is it. I had a trumpet teacher give me a copy to listen to back in middle school, and I have been hooked ever since. The all-star lineup on this album is unreal, and all tracks are really outstanding. The title track, So What?, is really a perfect introduction to the album and this moment in jazz. Hope you all enjoy it. Take care. So this is a nine-minute song, and uh, Brian didn't give me a cue point, so I just found this. Put another pizza in the oven. Even I own this album. Yeah. Because uh, Michael Bagford bought like the Miles Davis box set. I think he's got a thousand albums. In <laughs> right, it. right. And I said, send me the two most popular ones. So he did. This is so what? This is so what from Kind of Blue, yeah. 1959. I think he said title track. He did say title track. I think he meant maybe opening track. Let's get real nitpicky the rest of the show. Instrument is this flugel horn? By the way, the next Patreon episode is harmonica. Mm. And if you send me a bunch of Huey Lewis, I will shit on it for the entire episode. Every time I hear music like this, I want to go, woman, whoa, man. <laughs> See, I want I want to tie my arm off. <laughs> yeah, you want a little, little heroin you know, for breakfast? Heat up a spoon. Again, might be better for me than that pizza. Oh, absolutely. 100%. 100%. All right. Way, to, way yeah. to go, Brian Raisin. Excellent choice. Thinking out of the box. Again, and I don't know if this was... I, I touched on this earlier. I don't know if it got recorded, but that's one thing about the 50s is you got all this great music still mm-hmm. coming together and jazz being one of them. Yeah. Not just rockabilly and doo-wop and country and blues. Now, when I do <clears> these <throat> episodes, I, I often... Well, I always ask, if you have the song, please send the song to me. Sure. Otherwise, I have to buy the song, mm-hmm. which is fine. The Patreon money filters back into episodes like right. this and, yeah, yeah. and other things, you know, 
you know, money to mail prizes, money mm-hmm. to buy packing tape, all that kind of stuff. So it's fine. But I want to give a shout out to Mike Markle, who is next, because he actually purchased the song through iTunes and then like gifted, gifted. it oh, that's, to me. That's so, cool, dude. so that was cool. So I appreciate that, Mike. I just wanted to give you a special shout out since you did that. That's cool. Right now he's at home like, oh, I thought everyone did that. <laughs> fucking people. <laughs> all right, here we go. Hi, Pat, and all the rock-solid listeners. This is Mike Markle from Philadelphia. My song is Susie Q by Dale Hawkins, released in 1957. Mm -hmm. The real star of this song is 15-year-old guitarist James Burton, who provides two guitar solos as well as a swampy guitar riff that's featured throughout the song. By 2023 standards, this song is really heavy. Some folks in 1957 thought that rock and roll was a devil's music, and I think this song makes a good argument for that case. Also, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame included this song in its list of 500 songs that shape rock and roll. Pat, please start it around the 27 second mark. I like the way you walk. I like the way you talk. I like the way you walk. I like the way you talk, my Susie. Classic. Yep. Made Classic. famous, made even more famous by CCR. I don't think you can. I mean, I don't think you can. I think that I think they're the standard, right? Because didn't Gladys Knight do it also first? Yeah, but CCR that there's the one that there's everyone the, knows. There's the ben, they're the benchmark, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's better or worse than that. That's pretty great, right? No, it's great. This guy also mixed it up a lot for this next. One. I have to look and see if I'm right about Gladys Knight on that. I'm going to get these two. I'm going to put these, I'm going to lump these two in together so that we close out rocking. But what am I looking up? I don't know. All right. Who are you lumping together? And the next two intros because they're not specifically rock and roll either. We want to close out rocking, right? You know, my heart rate's up. No. Heard it through the grapevine. That's what I was thinking. I knew that that wasn't right. All right, you ready for this one? Another CCR cover. Sorry, yeah. Here we go. One CCR cover. Hi, Pat. George Worley from Pennsylvania here. Most of what I know about the 50s I learned from the TV show Happy Days and the movie Back to the Future. But after Mm. a bit of research, I picked 16 Tons by Tennessee Ernie Ford, who was, ironically, born in the volunteer state. Even nicknames were simpler back then, I guess. Anyway, Ford had previously recorded The Ballad of Davy Crockett, which was played during Back to the Future, but 16 Tons was his biggest hit on the pop charts, spending eight weeks at number one in 1955 and eventually selling over 20 million copies. 16 Tons was actually a cover of a 1946 Merle Travis song about coal mining in Kentucky, and the song has been covered numerous times since then, with Ford's being the most successful by far. Although the lyrics are a bit of a downer, you can't argue with the clean sound of finger snapping and the prominence of the clarinet in this tune. Pat, can you please play 16 Tons from Tennessee Ernie Ford? And thanks as always for these listener episodes. Great song, dude. Some people say a man is made out of mud A poor man's made out of muscle and blood 
Muscle and blood and skin and bones A mind that's weak and a back that's strong You load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go I owe my soul to the company store I was born one morning when the sun didn't shine I picked up my shovel and I walked to the mine I loaded 16 tons a number nine coal And the straw boss said Well, to bless my soul You load 16 Fun. Tons. It's a great song. I think my dad, my dad had this album. Yeah, I'm sure up. my dad did too. I wonder, I wish Ronnie Aces was here. I can't tell if that if that drummer's uh, got brushes or if he's just hitting the hi-hat softly. I know it's uh, Tommy Lee. Oh, is it Tommy Lee It's Tommy Lee. He was like four. Oh, so he's playing it with his dick. Yeah, Okay. always. Yeah. I'm dirty. <laughs> hey, man. I'm uh, just going with the flow. Here comes an intro that's... Uh, 92 seconds long. Who is it? Steve O'Dockerson. Uh, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk to him in a while. I guess send him a text. Hi, friends. It's Steve O'Dockerson. Well, you know what? Now, if you listen to him for 92 seconds, you won't have to talk to him. Oh, that's true. I'm sure I'll get all caught up. Blah, blah, blah. Renaissance Fair. Blah, blah, blah. Hub the Troll. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Tom Tom cover. Tom Tom Club cover band. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know if this is fair at all, but here we go. <laughs> no, he's not here. I love Steve Hi, O. friends. It's Steve O'Dockerson here from St. Pete, Florida. Now, just across the bay in Tampa, 100 years ago, Otis Dewey Whitman was born. Soon, the world would know him as Slim Whitman. Yes. Now, Florida is known for many things. Beautiful beaches, Racist. old people, but also numerous workplace injuries. And Slim lost a large part of his middle finger while working in a meatpacking plant. So he taught himself to play guitar left-handed simply by turning it upside down. This very act has been noted by Sir Paul McCartney as the inspiration to pick up a guitar despite being a southpaw. Was this his only contribution to music? Hell no. This daring young fellow combined crooning and yodeling. Two great things that sound even better together. This angelic voice is featured here in the song Rosemary. Now, if you owned a television in the 1980s, you'll know that this song was the number one record in England longer than Elvis or the Beatles. That was until Brian Adams unseated it with the roller rink classic, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Oh, Christ. So not only did like Slim Whitman personally inspire the Beatles, he also is from Florida. And he saved a bunch of people from aliens and Mars attacks. Anyway, behold, from 1955, Slim Whitman and Rose Marie. I did have to buy this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rose Marie. Rose Marie. I thought you were going to turn it off. Oh, Rose <laughs> Just fade it down right after that. I love you. He said we only had to listen for as long as I could take it. That's what his email said. I feel like that's enough. I think we get it. No I think my dad had this album too. Your dad sucks. What? I know he yeah. Well no. he was you know, he was he was hiding from the evils of rock and roll. So right. Well this is, where, this is the place to hide behind solstice. for sure. No one's gonna 
confuse that with rock oh, and roll. Oh, and you know what else he had? Speaking of yodelers, and I'm sure Steve O's a fan. I'm looking this up. I'm not texting. Uh, he had Eddie Arnold's. Uh, oh yes. What is it? Cattle Drive. Is sure, sure he did. My dad had that too. I oh think. God! Now that song's gonna be stuck in my head. I don't even have to listen to it now. I got it. Is it Cattle Drive? Is that what it's called? I, I don't even want to think too much about it. Oh, it's terrible. All right. Well, if it's in the 1950s, I'm gonna make you play it. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Here's someone from across the pond. I changed the password on my phone. And Hello, I Pat. And to the rock solid listeners tuning in around the world. This is Steve Perry over in Sydney, Australia, with my selection for this month's episode. The artist to pick for me was a pretty easy one, pretty straightforward. It was Johnny O'Keefe, the first Australian rock superstar. Johnny had a string of hits in the uh, late 1950s into the 1960s and through to the early 1970s. He toured the USA in, in the late 50s and he was the first Australian rock star to make his way over there. He has had um, his songs covered by different artists, including Iggy Pop in 19, the 1980s when he covered The Wild One in parentheses The Real Wild Child, which he also did with Jet as a tribute to Johnny O'Keefe as well. But the track that I have selected is Move Baby Move from 1957. A great little rock and roller. Hope you enjoy it. Hope everybody's doing well and had a good start to 2023. Here is Johnny O'Keefe, Rock in Peace. Also, Rock in Peace, Renee Geyer, who we lost during the week. Great Australian jazz and soul singer who will be sorely missed as well. But here is Johnny O'Keefe with Move Baby Move. What's he mean by groove? When you shake, you shake me up, baby. Is that a euphemism? I refuse to go down I your do dirt hole. Dirt hole. I wanna move and a groove with you, yeah. Actually, I think that's what groove it is, getting in the dirt hole. Terrible. Why do we? This isn't our sense of humor. No, no. Keep it going, girl. This isn't how we talk when we're not on these microphones. We don't talk like this when we're not on microphones. Where? Where? Why? Why all of a sudden is this what we do? I don't know. I, f- I found that when I when I'm we're immature. Yeah. Well, when I'm doing stand up too, if I've, <laughs> if I'm riffing with the audience and they get dirty, then mm-hmm. I'll get fucking dirty. Like, like I dirty. will because they want it. And I I don't know, but I don't normally you know. I'll make the, of course, the, you know, joke, sex joke here and there, but I don't yeah. get fucking dirty, dirty. You know what I mean? So, but every once in a while I'll get dirty on the, in the shows on the late night. Well, they also, the problem I have with performing on the ships is they don't, they call the adult shows, like some of them will call the dirty shows. But that doesn't but mean that, But dirty. I'm not, and then everybody's expecting it. Right. And then so, but a couple of guys get it right and just say it's the over 18 show. 
Yeah. I, I'd rather them say the over 18 show and the PG show. That's how I like them introduced. Right. Because if they say the adult show, then people think it's dirty. And if they say the family show, then people think it's clean Super and boring. Super clean. Yeah. So anyway, that was a great song. I'd never heard that song. I've I know, never I know heard Wild that song one. either. And that was Obviously great. for Miggy and that uh, Wild One song has been covered a thousand yeah. times, but that was great. That what was, was that gentleman's name? I missed his name. Uh, his name was, let me find it. Let me find it. His name was Johnny O'Keefe. Thanks, Johnny move, O'Keefe. Move, baby, move. And I don't think across the pond means Australia. Um, I think it just means England. Anyone with an accent. Uh, can you drive to Australia? No. You have to go across the pond. No, I think the pond refers to uh, the Atlantic between the... Stay out of my pond. <laughs> okay. I maybe have a different pond than you. All right, that's fine. Um, you got a pool, right? Yeah, I do have a pool, but yeah. the pond will be better for me. <laughs> nice. I have a. I love the American Graffiti soundtrack, and if you just want a nice taste of fifties rock and roll, oh, buy I that two CD that soundtrack. soundtrack. A lot of my pulls today are from that, including this one from Lee Dorsey, nineteen fifty-five. This song is called "Yaya." Oh yeah. Oh well, I'm. Sitting here, la la, waiting for my yaya. Oh, I'm sitting here, la la, waiting for my yaya. Oh, it may sound funny, but I don't believe she's coming. Oh, baby, hurry, don't make me worry. Like I, I can still feel like if that, like I, I, I still feel like the '50s has a lot of polished stuff, and that's kind of polished. But I feel like right, right under the surface of that is a gritty, gritty song. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep, for sure. I get what you're saying. And also, uh, Grandma in Greek is a yaya. Mm, I think his yaya is something else. No, oh. dirty, dirty. All his right, yaya in my dirt hole. This guy has. Is that right? Is that what we're saying? I think so. Uh, no, no Aaron Kahn this episode, which is surprising because he only likes music that was made 40 years before he was born. And terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this guy. I, I replied to one of his tweets. I'm like, you're way too young to like this awful music. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just. <laughs> What's, I mean, he should like Wham or something. I don't Not know. Not even. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Barney. Yeah. I listen to Barney over Quiet Riot. Hello, Pat and fellow rock soliders. This is Kevin Clement from South Louisiana calling in with my pick for song from the 1950s. Uh, got me thinking back. A lot of the songs I learned from the 50s and 60s, I learned from my mom's record collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of great albums that she had. And uh, one that I always loved um, was a 45 um, and this one is from 1956. This is Bill Haley and the Comets. Wait a minute. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Shit show. Not one person knows Come it's on. Bill Haley and his Comets. Are you fucking kidding me? You know what? Three times. You know what? We don't even want your Patreon support anymore. No, wait. Yeah. What? Take your Patreon. Your minute. money's no good here. No, it's your money. No, no good seriously. Here. We're fine with it. <laughs> uh, by the way, 
Murray and I both have Patreon pages, and today's February 1st, and that's the day when our Patreon money always comes through. So just a thank you to everyone who's supported the show all of these years and everyone who's supported Murray's show since he started his yes, Patreon. Uh, yeah, page, yes, thank you very much. And for the Patreon, there's a bonus mini game that went out yesterday there on you the go. Patreon, so check it out. Murray's always trying to give back, and I'm trying to always give back with video content and letting you guys participate in episodes like this and prizes. And, and, you know, we're not getting rich off the Patreon. It just helps us to do these nice things for you. And it helps to keep up the equipment and whatnot. I'm sure you've had to buy a new mic or a light oh, or yeah. something and recently. You know I, and like, and the aforementioned Dave Festini, who, you, you know, I throw him, you know, some gift cards and stuff for helping me out. I use the yeah. Patreon money. So it's, it's not like, you know, like you said, we're getting rich off this or anything. What do you get? I appreciate uh, the support out there. I really do. Does Festini get like a $10 gift card to the restaurant called Eat a Dick? <laughs> and he can get, uh, yeah. you know, a bunch of food there. Probably. I know. Well, he's got a punch card for that. So oh, it's he's, really, sure he does. Yeah. Sure he does. All right. I'm going to back up Kevin Clement like four seconds and we're going to get... And we're oh, gonna, we're gonna, right. I totally forgot we just shit all over that Yeah, guy. and we're <laughs> going to hear him say it wrong again, but it's fine, I guess. See you later, alligator. See you later. Well, you got to back it up. Well, I saw my baby. Haley in the comments with mm. See You Later, Alligator. See you later, Alligator. Fuck. Well, I saw my baby walking. Is this on the soundtrack? I don't think this is on American Graffiti soundtrack. With another man today. A lot of things going on while we're recording this. You may have heard my the wheels of my chair as I wheel across the room to grab a CD for Murray to look at, and then Murray saying, "You gotta send me this." And it's the American Graffiti soundtrack. I love it. It is, and that's a great song. Was it Kevin Clement who we just shit on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great song, dude. Good job, Kevin. Yeah, I, I do really like Bill Haley in his comments, so maybe that's why I'm. Mm -hmm. I just actually like his comments. Je yeah, no, Bill. You think you think I Bill think Haley's they would have had a lot yeah. better career without that guy because mm -hmm. he looked like he was eighty. <laughs> It's true. He was <laughs> not the guy you want fronting the band. He wasn't in the best shape either. Can we no. play a song for me now? Yeah, yeah. What do you want? Uh, you have to get it on YouTube. I don't think you have it. Can well, we... I'll, I'll get it from iTunes. Uh, or iTunes. Yeah, that's where I like to uh, Louis Prima. All I right. believe we're going with 1956. Oh, Marie. Oh, Murray? <laughs> I wish. How do you spell Louis? Traditional? L-I? Yeah, L-I-U-L-O-U-I-S. Okay. P-R-I. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I spelled it wrong and it still came up because I oh, yeah. knew. Okay, so what's the song? Oh, Marie. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I believe it might be with Keely Smith. Five under me. Five under me. Oh, no, 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 no. That's where it brings it up. Okay. He looks like comedian John Marrera. Well, that was the worst a, part of that song. That's a shame. <laughs> it, only, it would only play. Let me see if I can find it from another. Or just on. grab another Louis Prima song. Grab uh, Just a Gigolo. He's the one who made it popular. That should be up there. Oh, you mean David Lee Roth? <laughs> uh, 
All right, just yeah, it's the first one on the album. Yeah, this is the one that made it popular. And there will come a day, and youth will pass away. What will they say about me? When the end comes, I know there's just a trickle dose. Life goes on without me, cause I ain't got nobody. I don't know what year this was. Oh, Marie was 56, so I, this could be 60 or 61. I don't know. Well, now you're gumming it up. Well, you fucked up the, you wouldn't bring it up on YouTube. You insisted on doing it on iTunes. Okay, here's one. With, here's him with Keely Smith. Same one. Same thing. Yeah. That's why you go to YouTube. You can pick it. That's what you go to YouTube. It's such a hassle to get to YouTube. I get an ad. I get a. Louis Prima also played the. Uh, was it the gorilla in the Jungle Book? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, and he did. Uh, what's that big song from the Jungle Book? He did. Bare Necessities. Like what? That's from the Jungle Book. Isn't Is it? it? Bare Necessities. No, it's not Bare Necessities. It's the. Uh, I want to walk like you. I want to talk like you. What is it? Why am I blanking on this? Walk like an animal? No. Walk like an Egyptian? I'll look it up. People are punching their iPods right now. People aren't listening now. It's over. <laughs> like, yeah, it was over when they fucking listened to you chew that god-awful pizza in their ear. So good. I might reach for another one. All right, there's two pieces left. You should hit it. There's three pieces, unless you're going to eat one. Does that I'm mean not, you're going to have I'm one? Not, I'm not going to touch okay, that gonna, crap. I'm going to eat another one. Okay. Uh, here we go. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. My name is Alex Peak, and I'm ashamed it took me this long to join Patreon because I discovered Rock Solid via Tony Thaxton's short-lived podcast, Feliz Navipod. Oh, we love Pat Tony. was a guest. I was curious about the date, and it was in November of 2014. I'd heard Tony did an episode. All right, so that's nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Could we could we get all that cash backdated? <laughs> like I don't know what. Like if you're, let's say you're at the two dollars tier right now. Mm-hmm. It's twenty four dollars a year. Okay. Times nine years. Okay. Uh, my PayPal is BatmanPFD at, at AOL.com. Okay. And uh, let's catch up, Kevin. Why don't you go Venmo so nobody takes any money out of it? Mm. Venmo is at HandymanPat. Okay. So, Kevin, you do the math on that, and then uh, and then maybe you can participate next time. HandymanPat? At HandymanPat. That's when I was doing handyman work. All right. Hey, girls, gather around. Hand drops, right? Marie is laying on his back right now. <laughs> <laughs> he did an episode of Rock Solid with Pat. Tits up. And once I listened to it, I realized this is a show I'm going to keep listening to. I bet he, now I bet he was uh, donating to Tony Thaxon at the time. Probably. And still is. Yeah, you see Tony in his Mercedes? <sighs> Nine years, Alex, yeah. Kevin, Alex, Peak. Few things about myself. I'm from Mishawaka, Indiana. I also ah! listen to a short-lived podcast called I know Stories. The local theater that I Sorry, play at is I'm, I'm South totally talking. Theater. Rewind it. I'm totally talking. I'm totally over talking. Plugs. I'm going to start it from. I, I dude. I, I lived in a little town called Argus, Indiana, which right. is near Mishawaka. I used to have a is joke. that your story or someone else's? <laughs> That's fine. I have. I used to have a joke with Mishawaka in the punchline. Was it like? A, was it uh, a racist? Uh, Native American joke? No, 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 no. But every time I run into Patton, he always reminds me of that joke. And it was 20 years ago on the open mic scene. Did you just drop a name? Yep. Patton Oswald? Yep. All right. Sorry. I'm an ass. I We're taking it from the top. You know who hates name dropping? Hello, Patton Rock Solid listeners. My, friend My name Stan. is Alex Peak. And I- this is Kevin Alex Peak, but he goes by his middle name. 
That's what he told me in his email. I don't know if I'm supposed to divulge then that. Then why does he tell us Kevin? Why does he say Alex? Because he uses his middle name, which is Alex. Right, so why didn't you say I'm Alex Peak? He, that's what he did say. Why well, did he say his name is Kevin Alex Peak? I said that. Oh, I thought he said that. No, he, he says Alex Peak. Let's just skip to the next guy. All right. Hey, Jeff Scoble from Detroit here with my selection for this latest Patreon-sponsored episode, drawing from the decade of the 50s. There's so much great stuff to choose from here, but I know Pat loves a quick intro, so I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I love Good Golly Miss Molly by Little Richard. Yes, it's the great. first song that sprang to mind. Absolutely. So I'm all with it. As always, hope everyone's staying safe out there and keep on rocking. I like Scoble. He's a good guy. Basketball. Sure, she does. Okay. In my pants. Take it to the dirt hole. Slam dunk those balls. <laughs> this is one of my dad's favorite artists. And how does your dad, who's against rock and roll and all things Satan? Well, like, he didn't grow up that way. Right. He didn't. He didn't find God till the late '60s. So he was a greaser. I think he was lucky. In a, you I know, right when I was born, he found God. Um, he was a greaser. I think he was in a gang. Um, okay. Man, he loves Little Richard, and so I got him like Little Richard's Greatest Hits one year for Christmas, and we listened to it, and every song <laughs> sounds the same. Kind of, yeah. It, it, and it's great, but after about eight songs of yeah. it, I'm like, I think I'm done. Tutti fruity, good golly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any kind of wop bop you mm-hmm. know, whatever. But you get you dude, the dude fucking he's the one who carried the torch for rock and roll. You can't you can't take it away from Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And uh yeah, he's a rockin' piece too, right? He dead. Yeah. I'm not he sure. Dead. He dead? <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah, you said he dead? He dead. I'm pretty sure he dead. Vod how's it go? Vodio, Vodio do, do, do die. die. <laughs> All right. Um yeah. let's try this guy. Alright. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. My name is Alex Peak, and I'm ashamed oh, Kevin it took Alex me this Peek? long to join Patreon because I discovered Rock Solid via Tony Thaxton's short-lived podcast, Feliz Navipod, where Pat was a guest. I was curious about the date, and it was in November of 2014. I'd heard Tony did an episode of Rock Solid with Pat, and once I listened to it, I realized this is a show I'm going to keep listening to. A few things about myself. I'm from Mishawaka, Indiana. I also hosted a short-lived podcast called Civic Stories. The local theater that I play at is South Bend Civic Theater. And South during Bend, the pandemic, yeah. the theater was closed down like many other theaters oh, and small businesses. That's a drag. Due to that, we decided, what if we started a podcast to try and keep some entertainment going? And the theme of the podcast was interviewing volunteers, actors, musicians, and employees of the theater. So people knew that the theater is still there. It will still be alive as we continue on with the pandemic and that it will reopen, which it did, luckily enough. As I mentioned, I'm also a guitarist. And if you ever choose to listen to those episodes, uh, you'll hear the theme songs. And those are theme songs that I recorded. If you're curious, here's a little bit of a sample of one of the theme songs. This is a lot of PR. Was, is this the 50s episode or is this the resume episode? I think this is the Alex Peak episode. <laughs> Kevin Alex Peak. Don't get him confused. Since right. I'm new to being a Patreon and being able to offer my uh, Patreon picks, 
think here are some choices from Patreon. the recent shows that I would have picked. <laughs> for the reggae episode, The Police, Walking the Moon. For the country episode, The Mavericks, What a Crime. What if he goes through every <laughs> Patreon episode? <laughs> Okay, keep you going. have to email this guy and tell him we come back. Well, here I'm going to tell him right now. Okay, I did, good. I, did, I just did the math, and it's um to catch up to catch <laughs> <laughs> to catch up on the Patreon, uh, Alex. It's uh, two hundred sixteen dollars. <laughs> I expect that by a Friday, by the end of the week. Um, and uh, if you get that to me by Friday, uh, Batman PFD at AOL dot com on uh, PayPal. Send it as a friend mm-hmm. so they don't take anything uh, out of it. Uh, if you can get that to me by the end of the week, I'll let you uh, co-host an episode via Zoom. Not that you're not co-hosting now. Okay, here <laughs> and we go. And he'll get he'll get us another meatless pizza. Here we go. For, by the Mavericks, way, two slices what a crying left. shame. And for the stop and start episode, no effects. Please play this song on the radio. If you start about the 125 mark, you'll hear a stop and then a start back up. We believe you. But that's no effects just broke on up. the topic for this month. I swear My favorite to God. 50s song is Sleepwalk by Santo and John. Yes, I was going to bring that. This melody is one of the all-time classics, and it is very apropos with the recent death of Jeff Beck. His version probably influenced many guitar players such as myself, other than the original. And for those that feel compelled to, feel free to yell out, Richie, while you're listening. And with that, on to Sleepwalk by I'll explain, Santo and I'll explain after this. I know what he's talking about. I've played this song on here before. It's one, of my, it's one of my all-time favorite songs. I want to slow dance with you, Pat. I'm slow dancing with a pizza. Yes, you do. You take, you take the lady out. Request this song. You slow dance with her. Get in that dirt hole later. If only it was that simple. <laughs> you didn't talk about when money changes hands. <laughs> right. this, this Why do you the, yell this, Richie? This was the song that was playing when um, Richie Valens' mother finds out his plane went down in the movie. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. And does the mom go, Richie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richie. All right. Let's go across the pond. China? You can't walk there. No, you can't, but you used to be able to. Oh, yeah, they had that... um, What was that bridge? That that wall. They had that wall. No, no, there was a connection uh, between Alaska and... It used to be connected. Chinese bridge? Chinese bridge, yes. Chinese bridge. Here we go. You go over it a half hour later, you want to go over it Hello, Pat and the Rock Solid listeners. This is Ian Beresford in Berwick-upon-Tweed, Northumberland, England. My choice for the latest Patreon-created episode is Cliff Richard and the Drifters. Oh, yeah, Although the Drifters later changed their name to The Shadows because obviously there's a, a better-known band in the U.S. with that name. The song is Mover. It's pretty much recognised as a sort of one of the first ever rock and roll records in England. It was a number two hit for, for Cliff in 1959. Uh, Cliff went on to have six decades where he scored a number one hit in the UK, although I think he only had one success in the US in the in the mid-70s. It's a pretty great record, um, and I hope everybody enjoys it. Thanks again, Pat, for all your content, and speak to you soon. Bye for now. I have the day off in London if you want to take me out.
heart is sore Let me tell you, baby, it's called rock and roll They say it's gonna die, but honey, be less face I've got nothing on Real country music that just drives along It's Jeff chiming in with my Patreon pick for the 50s episode. I am going with the Flamingo's 1959 cover of I Only Have Eyes For You, which recently ranked 158 on Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest songs of all time. So for me, this is the definitive doo-wop song. It's immediately where my mind goes to when I think of that classic 50s sound. Uh, It's been used in tons of movies and TV shows and commercials. Um, I remember Bronx Tale, American Graffiti, definitely The Sopranos. So somebody is getting that sweet-ass mailbox money. Uh, So I say take it from the top. My love must be a kind of blind love. See anyone but you. All right, everybody, that's the show. Uh, Mistakes and all. I hope you enjoyed it. Please uh, go over to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. Follow us at Rock Solid Show. Follow Murray at Murv. And go check out for what it's worth on his YouTube channel. All is well. We'll get this figured out. And until then, our playout song today is by the Diamonds from 1957. Please enjoy Little Darlin. See ya. No, oh, well, I... Uh...
that my lover was just for you. My darling, I need you to call my own and never do wrong. Hold in mind your little hand. I'll know too soon that all is so grand. Please hold my hand. My head is wrong. I was wrong to, to try to love her too. That my lover was just.